All right, baby boomers, millennials, welcome to the podcast. We're uh, we're happy to be joined by uh, somebody that has been around for very little time, but has already uh, established himself as a, a creator uh, and a an artistic uh, personaje of the seafood. Uh, at uh, Grill Seafood, you know, that's his concept. Uh, we have also Campos from Cocopelli uh, in the podcast uh, this, uh, this evening. So I'm going to just let him tell, uh, his, uh, tell his story and tell us uh, when did he start, uh, you know, how did he start and, you know, what, what led him to, to uh, come. He's got a... He, he's done a few uh, things uh, in the States, so you probably, some of you in the San Diego area and the LA area are probably familiar with uh, his style of cooking. So also welcome to the podcast and let, let, uh, let the baby boomers and uh, any of the hipsters that listen to this podcast, what, what you're all about. Well, thanks for inviting me, first of all, once again. Uh, um, it's great to have you always at the, our house and um, it's been a long time since I met you pretty much since I started this project because you help us with uh, well giving us some tables like uh, this yeah, uh, old wine barrels for eating food on the street yeah my, ba my barrel furniture contributed to to some of your success, I remember that. But uh, I'm proud. Definitely, I'm yeah, definitely. Proud, you know? Yeah, people, uh, they, they were not a, a real magnet. No, but your food, you know, your food, you come from uh, the Tijuana Culinary Institute. And, yeah, people people that, you know, come to your restaurant, they don't know your background. So you you, you should tell them what, uh, you know, what led you to, to, uh, to come to... Uh, in Spanish, well, in Spanish we call it um, pata de perro, which means a dog leg, and pretty much is equal to being a backpacker just by yourself and traveling as as low budget as you can go. Uh, when I was 15, 16, 18, 19, and 20, pretty much all those years I travel in Mexico so I have the uh, well, I have had the opportunity of knowing a lot of different states because I have traveled a lot of uh, time in and out in my country which I love and um, so it's a, you know your cooking it's a combination of all those trips you took to all those uh, states down down in in, in the uh, you know in Chiapas and uh, you know everywhere because everywhere in fact I, I one one of those trips I took like a uh, from Michoacan to Chiapas, which is pretty much the middle of the country. I mean, from the middle of the country all the way to the south, well, all the way to Guatemala. I hitchhiked uh, the coast, the okay. whole coast. Yeah, it took me like three months or m maybe more. Um, and I was just living with my. Um, I had a hammock which I bought on the way, and I was just paying sometimes, or sometimes just hanging in my hammock, wherever it could be hang, sleeping there, and uh, fishing, because I had my hook and my line. I was fishing and so pretty much eating from what I was fishing out. Yeah, living off the land, uh -huh. <laughs> and off the, the, and the rivers. And in those trips, I went to those uh, 
Well, we have a lot of uh, exotic beaches in Mexico, and I had the chance to be be in some of them. And there's a lot of tourists in those, and the tourists is kind of alternative, so there are nude beaches and all that. But people from that li those little towns are, which are Mexicans, are not able to reach uh, education to learn a proper Spanish and less a proper English or a way to to communicate with uh, tourists from Europe, mostly Europe. Some of them Canadian and some of them American. I mean, from Gringolandia. Yeah. And because I was born here in Tijuana, born and raised, made even in Tijuana, exposed to the to, to the to, 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 to the binational culture, I was able to learn English. And when I was backpacking, looking for a just a way to survive each day, um, selling, I was creating also like uh, earrings and um, yeah, 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 trinkets, <laughs> yeah, things like that, just to survive or yeah. things like that. Then I learned that. Well, I, I figure out the way that uh, I could help the tourists from Europe or from from over some place in the world by making them kind of their local guide tour because I'm I'm such a Mexican. Okay, great. <laughs> and I was able to to. So did you did they would they pay you for yes, that? Yes. Well, they will not pay me in in material money. They will pay me with. Okay, you can have a place to stay. You you can come into my kitchen. Okay, I okay. can teach you a little bit of cooking or just go ahead and serve yourself whatever you want and by doing that serving to the tourists and then translating into locals in each little town uh, I was able to see how different m old ladies moms and families will cook for the tourists and I kind of started the learning a lot of things by accident that was before you went to school yeah I was like 15 years old okay. 16 years old 18 19 20 before I went to um, college yeah, to in and to and and finally to culinary school. Interesting. So, uh, talk about your uh, your jam in uh, Europe. I, you you been to Europe? Yeah. Well, you know, when I, that was in during my uh, culinary uh -huh. um, career. Okay. I made an internship uh, in a place in uh, Holland. What was the name of the restaurant? Uh, Old Luis. Oh. Which means old, Swiss, the name of the town, uh -huh. uh, but in uh, ancient uh, Dutch. Um, it was well, it still is a three-star Michelin, but in those days it was 2008, I believe. Um, it was uh, the number 19 on um, top 50 of the world. You know, and I, I don't mean to sound um, snobby, but what? Because, and I want to say, some of the people that listen to the podcast, you know, they don't know what a Michelin star is. So no. What 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 makes you, you know, uh, earn uh, a star as a restaurant or as a chef? Because I've heard chefs that have, you know, a bunch of those. You know, and I, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's the talent or the trajectory that makes them earn it. What what makes a restaurant earn one? Uh, who, I, it will be like a, it, uh, it will be like an excellence uh, that you are an excellent place, no? Yes. I, and you you cannot earn more than three. Yeah. Um, you can have one, two. Okay, so three is the top. It's like a five star hotel. Yeah, and it's given probably by some critics in uh -huh. the industry that uh -huh. that survey and 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 do mm -hmm. all that. So but it's of course it's not easy. Do we have in Mexico any? 
Michelin star restaurant. I don't think so. Not that I know. No, I don't think. Uh, uh, not that so I know. So we're far, far from, from all Well, this one of the things it was first, they were not able to, well, not able, it was not, it was only for the Europe. Oh, okay. But okay. then, for example, there's outside of Europe, no? Okay. Uh, Some place in a Asia or maybe in California, Napa Valley, maybe, oh, or. Okay. But uh, in Mexico, uh, now that I know, there's there's a Michelin star. So you were there for how long in Holland? Mm, I don't know, three, four months. Three, four months, and you came back, and then then you know, and then kept going down to the kept going to down the mainland, south. and, and yeah. the mainland is what makes it. Now a lot of people don't know, and this is to all the gringos that probably have come down to eat at your place, or when you had the the little. Uh, you know, like a food truck type of uh, palapa-looking cart uh, right there on uh, uh, up towards the boulevard. They don't know that you contributed to uh, or are still contributing with uh, with an outfit in San Diego, Tacos Perla, right? Yeah, I'm working Perla with tacos. them still. You're working so with them since the beginning. Um, oh, so you, you they hired you to start the the, the, the concept yeah. and the project. And now is is it kicking ass now? Or? It's it's pretty good. Yeah. I I nowadays I'm working once a week uh -huh. with, with them on Wednesdays. I'll, I'll go to the states and work with them. Um, it's been a little bit more than two years with that project. Um, Greg, which is the owner, and uh, he wanted to have a place in San Diego which with with traditional tacos and authentic tacos, real TJ style tacos. So we develop adobada and asada tacos, oh, like okay. the ones you can okay. find here those in TJ, the, the traditional ones. Mm -hmm. And then he wanted to give them a little twist or a kick. Mm -hmm. So th I think that's why he at the end hired me or wanted to work with me uh, as team and uh, because of our style of cooking. <laughs> and what, uh, do they have only one place? or Right they now they only have one place. They only have one place? Where, 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 is, where is that it's place? It's at 30 and Upas Street oh, okay. on North Park. On nor in North Park, okay. Yeah, it's a pretty... pretty right next I to mean, the beer, um, Modern Time Beers. Oh, okay, yeah. Cause so we have some Modern Times there, which is really good. It's a pretty famous place. A lot, <laughs> of, a lot of the kids, yeah. A lot of the kids go there. Now, also, you know, I for it's been my experience that you have been and participated in a bunch of, you know, festivals across across the the border in you know Latin Food Fest and all that. So tell us about that. Have you? Well, I've been. I have been in San Diego and some. Well, not I am as myself as a team. No, we, we as a team, the Cocopelli team has been San Diego. I think twice in Latin Food Fest in San Diego. And um, well, it's not downtown. It's at the at the pier. And then like I. We have been on Los Angeles for like oh the LA the LA like oh three yeah. years straight on four different festivals. Tacolandia. Tacolandia. Tacolandia is a great festival. It's a great festival for foodies so wha and wha wha what not foodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for people. What the what month of the year? What's the date? It's like normally? I think this year is gonna be on June 11 or July. One of those two. Okay. We already have been invited this year. I'm pretty sure we're gonna hit Do you that. Let me ask you this. Do you make money on those fucking festivals? No, it's an no? investment it's for us. It's just an investment yeah. to, to, to get people to know your food. Yeah, it's and like... To, 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 you know, but you know, it's, it's like uh, some kind of... Um, 
an exchange? No, not exchange. It's um, they'll help. They they will help us with our like um, food cost. Okay, okay. But so it's not covered completely because yeah. it's well, it's not covered completely yeah, because all the amount of food we have to to. You give sell the food, right? Or do no, you no. Oh, it's it's for example, you as a you as a person that goes attends the event, uh-huh. pay the entrance, uh-huh. and you are unlimited times of eating the seventy different. Places oh. you can eat, and there's also drinks and tastes of the tequilas yeah. and mezcales and beers so and who, whatnot. So who makes money on those festivals? Uh, If you don't make money, the sponsor, the, the guy that organizer I, makes I, the money. I or? guess, and also it's it's pretty much it's it's, it's it's a lot of fun because for us is we don't make money, we don't even go equal on our. You break even. We probably probably if, if good enough we break even, mm-hmm. but. Most of the times we invest but some, but at the end it's so much fun, and then you expose yourself Excellent. as a vendor with mm-hmm. new customers. Yeah. So it's it's win and win and give, and I think it's uh, yeah, it's a pretty awesome situation. festival. Yeah. Okay. So what are your plans? Are y- let me ask you this: Is in your future plans? Do you? Uh, besides Tacos Perla, or when you when you help these guys out, you are not in you. You don't have any plans of opening Coco Pelli in any in any town across the across the border. Oh, definitely, I would. Um, just um, me as a Mexican, I wouldn't be able to. So I will have to partner oh, up. Okay, okay. I will have to partner if you, up. If you need a partner, let me know. Okay. So <laughs> if there's any partner who wants to be part of our I uh, have a project or something, an idea. Yeah. There's a guy that's um, working with uh, with us so far. He's from San Francisco, and um, he has already a brewery there. So he's been working on that for like seven years on a brewery. And he in San Francisco. In San Francisco. So he's interested in... Yeah, he comes every now and then. Getting your get a, getting, up there. Getting us, us uh, up there. But no, that's still... That, that's it's a great not, market. But still, there's no like... Um, not definite. Anything definitely. And we're open to anybody who wants to talk about a future project because, well, part even our name Cocopelli means that uh, it was something way before on time, way before uh, borders existed. So Absolutely. we want to kind of just yeah, bring Mexico, the real Mexican contemporary cuisine, to to you also, no, to the states uh, where. So tell uh, everybody that you do have plans of getting a bigger place in TJ. And you're already looking at that, you know. I mean, uh, I, I'm pretty sure, I at least I'm excited about it, you know. Uh, and a lot of the people across the border would want to know. So what's well, your plan? Well, our plan is to have a, right now we have a 25 people stand that can sit down, I mean, on our place, on each um, location, on the two locations we have. But we're looking to have a place for, 60 to 80 something like that but also a little like a little extra space where we can um continue on exposing not only creating new dishes and maybe bigger not only not only tacos and ceviches and just like real plating like uh and put my uh things that i have learned in life exactly. to 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 test exactly. yeah uh, experiment more and also to have a place where um have those some crazy drinks that infusions with um In th- those travels that I have done and still yeah, continue to do. The mixology the going. Mix on, yeah, and bring a lot of uh, mezcals, which are 
some of them distill in uh, clay and things like that that I know the persons who do that so they can send me some real quality material that probably you won't find anywhere near. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's it. If you get a connection, you don't want anybody to know about it, you know. And, I, and how does that work, honestly? Like, if you get a connection, I, ju I, was ju I just recently did a podcast down in near Los Cabos, and, and the, the, the chef there said, you know, I serve, uh, I serve a red snapper mm. only when the fishermen that, that, that catch it call me, and they tell me, this is, we caught something that you yeah. like, uh, and you, you're the first one that we're calling because we know how important it is to you to get the perfect size, the perfect, you know, the perfect red the snapper, perfect fish. you know, the perfect, <laughs> and he, and he, 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 he brags about it, you know, how important is that? And you just said it with a mezcal. It is important, I, I assume, and, and you, you do go out of your way to keep it a secret, right? Well, not exactly for, or at least for, for us, not exactly when, for example, in this case of the mezcal or, or even the pulques or the distilled pulque we have. I don't know if it's called distilled. <laughs> How you say oh, it? Spirit? Si es pulque, si, si, si. pulque spirit. Fer fermented. Uh, but it's a spirit know. still. Yeah. And it's, it's a, a 75 it alcohol proof. <laughs> uh, and it's only done in a place in Mexico. And that means it's only done in one place in the world. So uh -huh. it's the only place in the universe who does that thing. And it's 75% proof. What would proof. you mix that with? 75 proof. What I would, would just get it, it straight because straight? <laughs> because you have to taste it. <laughs> and then being you, like first, just give it a try. Mm -hmm. Because it has a lot of flavor. It's really weird because even after burning all your uh, yeah, yeah, your yeah. mouth, yeah. you still get like this aftertaste of a spirit of, of uh, pulque. And pulque. It's, it's, it's this agave, like it's roasted agave aftertaste you ha you have in your mouth you mentioned you mentioned the the ki the guy that has a brewery or uh is interested in, in san francisco what do you think about you know the craft the the craft brew breweries popping up in tj and you you witness that you know as as little as five years ago there wasn't very many breweries nope. around here now we're seeing an explosion on both sides of the border do you do you drink uh, craft beer of course <laughs> <laughs> of course i like to drink do craft you, beers. do you like to marinate it or pair it i'm sorry marinate it uh i mean both. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> do you do you marinate food with, with sometimes beer? sometimes uh, right now we don't have any like item on the menu which is marinated with that but we keep it more for like uh, special occasions and then create something special for uh, for a group of persons even if you're a group of five mm -hmm. and you want to say like hey it's our first or it doesn't really matter for your first time we just want to have this birthday somebody could you make us something extra special uh -huh, besides uh -huh. your 17 items on your menu yeah and we love this particularly brand of beer and so uh, just an extra task and we do we you do, that. do you pair beer with your food of course. Okay, and you recommend it? Yeah, sometimes okay, okay. not not to every customer, of course, but. But we, if we I, if somebody knows yeah. about beer, you you say, hey, this taco would go great with, with this, the, yeah, with, with this, this stout or this ale or yeah, this with this lager or yeah, blonde or whatever we have. Well, you're, uh, I'm a witness that you're very good. You're pretty good friends with most of the brewers down here, 
and they all yeah they come. like to eat we like to drink <laughs> yeah exactly. we exchange always in each festival we exchange food excellent. for beer and they get food we get beer so it's fine uh, excellent excellent so um we're gonna take uh we're gonna take a break and uh we'll be back with maybe a couple more questions gang 